0: Alright guys, so the latest chapter for One Piece recently dropped and we have a lot to discuss about today. Not only with what just recently happened in the chapter, but what is going to happen in chapter 1078 and what is going to happen in this episode today. Hello guys, this is Jay from the NerdFix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything and anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be talking about the latest chapter for One Piece chapter 1077 title should have realized that sooner. So for those who have read the latest chapter from One Piece, sit back, relax, and give it a fear a fix. But for those who haven't read the latest chapter, I suggest waiting until it is officially released tomorrow on Monday, March 13th. But for everyone else, let's continue on ahead. That chapter begins with the cover page from German 66, ah, an Emotionless description, volume 32. After thinking about it, they realize the real obstacle is Becca punk. It even shows the cover taking place in the present of the cover story, Judge and Caesar stop fighting. So it would seem that the two scientific minds decided to put their differences aside when they come to realize who the real obstacle they have to face. I'm curious to know what the end result would be by volume 33, but well, without further ado, Let's continue with the chapter review. The chapter begins with Sentomaru informing all the workers on Egghead to evacuate the island immediately, then informs everyone about the Ohara incident. We see a panel that shows the events leading to the buster call that was enforced by the world government to decimate the island of Ohara, which housed the largest library in the world. Her scholars gather to conduct research on the pod the marines were sent to eradicate everyone on the island, including the villagers. Everyone perished from the cluster call except for one lone survivor, the Nico Robin. Sentomaru then adds, with what he was informed about the Ohara incident, he fears something similar to it or even worse may happen on an island. We then pan over to Luffy and his group. All the while, Shaka informs Luffy he might have a clear idea where Stella might be located. Meanwhile, Luffy, Zoro, Luchi, and Kaku are still engaged in a battle against the Seraphim, where they're landing attacks on them, such as Luffy using Gomu Gomu no Organ, Luchi using Shiga no Han Gun Zoro using Shishi Sun Sun, and Kaku using Tempest Kick Onslaught, knocking them down, but unfortunately they keep getting it back up with little to no damage. Luffy shows absolute frustration towards the Seraphims, asking how they keep getting it back up, and if they were Kaido or anyone in correlation to him or anyone of that strength. Which could be something that is worth mentioning, as with Luffy's battle against Kaido back in the Wild Arc, the number of times he kept playing hit after hit on him when he was in either form, he still kept getting back up, which shows of the high durability that the Seraphims have. As the battle ceases, Luffy and Luchi return to their normal human forms, and Zora begins to notice the seraphims look remarkably similar to King w- and which Shaka adds on to Zora's observation, the Lunarian blood was taken from King, aka Albert, who was once a tough subject that escaped Punk Hazard with title long ago. The toughness comes from the Lunarian blood, and after Shaka's statement, Zoro advises Kaku, Luchi, and Luffy about their weakness, that they become vulnerable when their flames on their wings go out, but when they ignite, they're invincible, and apologizes for not catching it sooner. Luchi stated it wasn't something to worry on, as with with that much information, it would make some progress with facing the Seraphims. Zoro then mentions the characteristics of King, stating, He has white hair, brown skin, black wings and flames on his back, where Kaku, Luchi, and Luffy yells at him stating he should have realized it sooner. Which I find that to be funny of how Luffy his captain was able to realize it. Oh how is it that Zoro didn't realize it until much later? I kinda question that a little bit of how if Zoro's a bit denser than Luffy. I question that. Anyways, Luffy then notices Shaka is, is heading off, and asks where he's going, where he replies he's, no, he's heading to where Stella might be located, and leaves, before Zoro blocks S-Hawk's attack and the battle continues. We then pan over to Nami's group, where Edison is is heavily wounded from Ash Shark's attack. He moans but is heavily but is on the ground heavily damaged. Nami then uses Zeus and with he ta- tells Zeus that who they're going up against looks like Jinbei but don't let it fool him and it may look like a child but try to not let it fool him as well as they use their attack right hand a- on Ash Shark and after using the attack, we see a panel of her holding back tears, saying, I'm sorry, Jinbei, but much to her and Zeus's shock, the Seraphim gets back up and lunges at Nami. And out of the blue, Sanji delivers a massive blow, being a rare fillet strike. And after knocking down the shark, he asks Nami if she is okay, but that shark angered over his attack. We see a panel with a devious smile on his face that looks remarkably similar to that of Robin in her demon fleur form in the Wano arc, where he says to Eshar, I don't give a damn if you're a kid or, or another Jinbei. I will be your, your judge, jury, and executioner, Jin Brat. That really sends shivers down my spine, and I cannot wait to see this unfold with the battle between Sanji versus S-shark. That is something to witness. We then pan over to Usopp's group along with Viagoras' head, where Lilith uses her bubble gun to stabilize S-shark, S-snake. She then explains the bubbles contain sea energy, and similar to that of I It must they must be in contact with a snake in order to weaken her. He, Frankie manages to grab one of them and uses it to pin down a snake to the ground, putting her and attempts to put her in a bubble uh, over her like a solid olive ball. Then, out of nowhere, a snake starts to cry, stating she's in pain. Frankie is caught off guard and begins to panic as he apologizes, causing his hand to slip. Seeing this as her opportunity, she manages to escape and kicks Frankie, turning him into stone. As she escapes, Snake bumps into Usopp and Lilith, and out of nowhere gives them a cute wink, causing them to react and gush over her cuteness, and uses her mer- her meromero mer- mer- powers to turning Usopp and Lilith into stone but it's unknown if Ayagorsa's head was turned into stone as well. So it shows that S-Snake is pretty cunning, almost on the same level like that of Boa Hancock. However, with Boa Hancock, she's able to use her beauty and her dolphin powers to be able to mobilize her opponents, but with S-Snake, it's basically her her, pow- her powers and also her cuteness to immobilize her opponents. So that's pretty, pretty interesting how that's done. They then come to Sha- Shaka walking down to the old devil's room, the research room which from the appearance alone looks that of, the ab- of an abandoned laboratory and finds a secret prison and is shocked to find Stella and all of the cyber agents and is shocked over what happened to Stella and-, and was asked who the person was that Shaka brought along with him. There behind Shaka is a shadowy, mysterious figure with a gun and shoots Shaka point-blank in the head, causing it to explode, and his blood splatters everywhere. And this is where the chapter ends. Oh, wow. That alone just... basically shocks me, and basically shows of who the traitor might be. Now I'm curious to know who the traitor is, as it leaves a lot of questions and now it kind of makes me wonder if almost on a level that kind of reminds me of among us in a way but it also leaves a lot of questions of who the traitor might be because i know it can't be a um, one of the seraphims because if it was one of the seraphims that we haven't met yet then that would be pretty insane but If it might be someone of the world government, then that would also be insane as as well. But only time will tell of who the traitor is going to be in Chapter 1078, and I cannot wait to see of who the traitor is going to be. So what are your thoughts on Olias chapter for One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Let me know in a questionnaire that will be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. Let me know what you guys think. And also in the poll that I'll be posting at the end of the episode as well. And those of you who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!